Everyone needs a coach. We all need people who will give us feedback. That's how we improve. Welcome back, everybody, to the ROI Podcast. I'm Shane Simmons, and with me is my co-producer, Luke Cooley. Luke, how you doing? Hello. Today, we started off the podcast with some simple yet powerful words from one of the greatest innovators of our lifetime, none other than the co-founder of Microsoft, Bill Gates. And if you're wanting to scale yourself to that next level, maybe it's to Bill Gates' level, maybe it's not, this is the podcast you're going to want to listen to because we're going to be talking about how you can really improve yourself both professionally and personally. Yep, we're going to be talking about mentors and the importance it plays in a professional's life. And not only that, Luke, we're going to be talking with an entrepreneur who created an entire business model around mentoring. And they provide turnkey mentoring resources to companies. It's a lot different than just your regular mentor-mentee session. This is something you really want to pay attention to because they're truly being disruptive in this space. Right. So in 2004, there was a study published in the Journal of Applied Psychology that found that people who were mentored reported having more career success. These people received higher compensation, more promotions, higher job satisfaction. But what I found surprising is that they were even more likely to ask for a raise if they've been mentored. Yeah, I believe that. I really do. Because I have several mentors myself that I go to for guidance. And I think the key is to find someone who's done or is doing what you want to do. So, for example, let's say you're wanting to branch out and start your own business. Well, it would be beneficial to find someone who's done that and can navigate you through that process because you learn from their mistakes and then you can also take what worked for them and apply it yourself. So it saves you a lot of headaches in the long run. And that's where Allison Martin Books comes in. She's founder and chief learning officer for Diverse Talent Strategies. Allison saw the importance of connecting more people with mentors and created a whole business initiative around it called Talent Nexus. We work with, as I said, companies as well as uh, individuals who are wanting to access uh, structured mentoring resources and connect to uh, really great qualified mentors. And in case some of you have differing opinions of what a mentor is, Allison gave a pretty concise definition. Yeah, at the most basic level, I mean, mentorship is by our definition, knowledge transfer. Knowledge transfer. So that's finding someone who has more knowledge than you do in a particular area. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Allison says the mentors in her life helped mold her into the person she is today. And she says if you look at the research, mentors make a difference in your success. You're hard-pressed to find a, a more senior executive who doesn't highlight mentors and great mentors that they've had along the way to really help them in their own development of their leadership skills. So how does Talent Nexus work? How does someone build a business around mentoring? Here's Allison. We actually offer turnkey mentoring programs and solutions for companies and organizations that are really intent on affording, really creating a mentoring culture. Uh, and, and what we, the byproduct of that is a more inclusive workplace. We work with, as I said, companies as well as uh, individuals who are wanting to access uh, structured mentoring resources and connect to uh, really great qualified mentors. Um, and, and for companies, uh, it's a part of not only their talent development initiative, but even um, how they're strengthening their talent pipeline uh, through our partnership with universities and, and being able to mentor students through that process as well. Okay, so let's talk about that talent pipeline here for a second. That's a major issue right now in many cities, 
and it's this idea of a talent shortage. There's not enough qualified candidates out there to fill the jobs that are available. But if I have this right, what Owlson is saying is by connecting mentors, which would be an employee or an executive at a particular company, with these more green employees, these rookies, so to speak, they're actually creating a more talented mentee who could then evolve in that company into a manager or a leader at some point. Exactly. But this mentorship model takes it one step further. Rather than just connecting random people to form a mentoring partnership, Allison says these individuals are strategically matched to make companies more diverse, which is something a lot of places struggle with. In more of a traditional fashion, it's very administratively heavy in terms of coming up with a list of mentors, coming up with a list of mentees, figuring out how to match those people. That can be a really daunting process. Um, and then you factor in the, the bias that enters into doing those matches uh, that a lot of times we hear, you know, in, in a manually executed program, participants were matched to someone else without their regard for what their development needs really were. Um, and a lot of times bias enters into that. So we match men with other men and women with other men, women. Um, and it's not really affording the inclusive inclusivity that needs to be there um, for a mentoring program or a mentoring strategy to work. And for women, Allison says those who have a mentor are much more likely to break the glass ceiling and advance to more senior positions. There's a lot of research that shows that the more women you have on your board, the more your senior management team is reflective of, of gender diversity, uh, the, the more you'll, you are likely to outperform your counterparts as a, as a company. And so knowing all that, uh, the, the challenge that we see without any sort of formal structure is many women work in industries that are heavily male-dominated. And so what that means is it, it becomes difficult to really access those relationships because we tend to connect based on commonality. And so there sometimes can be frustration related to, okay, well, my male superior went down the hallway and asked my male counterpart to go golfing or to go you know, out for drinks and I never get invited. And what we're teaching through our, our courses and, and the way that our program is structured, it really kind of brings the power back to each individual to uh, cultivate those relationships intentionally for themselves and, and to you know, tie it back to their own development plans. Um, and so to not wait for someone to come down the hall and tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, I'd like to mentor you. All right. I think that's an interesting point that Allison brings up. And for all you women who are listening out there, definitely take note of what she just said. If you're a woman and you have a strong mentor, you're way more likely to advance further in your career. That is a powerful insight. Yeah, so there's this huge benefit to being mentored. No surprise there. And Talent Nexus is a great place to go if you want a mentor. But there's incentive for people to become a mentor, too. And I think you'll be surprised what we found. And that's what I was going to ask next. You know, why mentor someone? Why put that time into doing this? It takes me back to that Seinfeld episode, actually, where George and Jerry have this very discussion. I don't understand this. Abby has a mentor? Yes. And the mentor advises the protege. Is there any money involved? <laughs> no. So what's in it for the mentor? So that's the golden question. What's in it for the mentor? And that's where this gets really interesting. And we know on the talent development side that you actually grow more as a leader by serving as a mentor than by serving as a mentee. Uh, and so we that's the really exciting piece is getting people who are earlier in their career to really develop the 
the skill set associated with being an effective mentor because we know that's going to carry them forward well as they grow into future leadership positions. We have a lot of statistical data that shows outcomes related to the percentage of employees who serve as mentors linked to their promotability. If you think about it, and you think about the qualities of what makes an effective mentor, uh, you know, it's it's having great listening skills, uh, problem-solving abilities, uh, being able to really uh, share as you're as you're sharing with a men- mentee um, or a protege and, and talking about your experiences and, and offering advice. A lot of times, mentors find it's advice that they should be taking for themselves. So that's uh, that's one thing. But you're also developing empathy and, and communication and all the great leadership qualities that are going to carry well for you as you lead other people as you grow in your your position. So you can see the benefits of this whole mentorship thing. On one side, you have the mentee who's gaining valuable advice from the mentor, and then you have the mentor who's learning leadership and listening skills that ultimately can help the mentor both professionally and personally as well. It's really a win-win. So, Luke, I know some people are out there and they're probably listening to this and they're thinking, but, you know, how do I know who would be a good mentor for me to have? You know, what what do we have for, for those folks who have that question? Yep, and Allison gives you some tips for that. So as an individual who's looking for a mentor, thinking about, I, hey, I could really benefit from, from having a mentor or I feel like I'm grappling with something, I think it's, it's important first uh, for anybody to, to really reflect on what their personal and professional goals are. Uh, and, and once you've done that, um, start to think about who, who you currently have in your network that either you consider a mentor or uh, you, is someone even that you look up to uh, as, as either prospective mentors or starting to think about where are those gaps? You know, based on my goals, if, if I have a goal for moving into a senior vice president role at my company and I don't know any of the current senior vice presidents, is there an opportunity there for me to, you know, cultivate a relationship? Um, and so being, again, intentional, drawing, drawing it back to goals and being strategic about it is what I would recommend. And I think what she says is very important. Cultivate the relationship. Don't just go up to someone you've never spoken to and ask them to be your mentor. Instead, get to know them and let them get to know you and just let that relationship grow organically. Well said. So listeners, think about this as you work to develop yourself professionally and personally. that's going to do it for this episode of the ROI podcast. We'd like to send a special thank you to Allison Martin Brooks from Diverse Talent Strategies for some great insight to mentorship. And don't forget to subscribe to the ROI podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. That will really help us out. We really appreciate it. And join us in our next episode where we'll talk about workplace culture and how you can create a workplace that attracts and retains the best talent. We'll see you then.